Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Rook Show. Your host, Brandy Jackson. Are you there? Yes. Anthony King. <laughs> How are you doing today? Doing good. Just enjoying the breeze. Very empowering, just like the women we'll talk to today. Okay, you had a busy week this week. Um, some very interesting things. You, would you care to share them, or can I put you on the spot? <laughs> put me on the spot. Am I am I jumping? Am I the night today? <laughs> I'm jumping spaces. <laughs> I mean, we are we are featuring women of power, yeah. and I think uh, some of the things that you do are very significant, and I, I do believe that you are somewhat low-key when it comes to the show, and I don't think a lot of people know quite how important you are to so many people in, in so many situations. So if there's anything you want to share with the listening audience about yourself and what you do, um, what you have done this week just alone, that would be cool. You know what? This week um, what I kind of learned is something I've been doing for over uh, 10 years, but really knowledge being power. Um, I've done marketing and promotions for General Motors, and specifically this weekend, we did a test drive event over there at uh, Wrigley Field, and um, they had some type of bar crawl event that was going on simultaneously, so it was a, a lot of traffic. But over there, you know, when you test drive the vehicles, you get a $10 gift card. So I usually what try to let everybody crawl? know. What, what is a bar crawl? Um, it's I guess it's a ton of people. They had got together and put mustaches on, even the females. <laughs> and they have, like, these yellow shirts with the mustaches on them, and they just go from different bars just celebrating. So I said, oh, that's that's different. So the, the catch with us this weekend was, okay, are we doing breathalyzers on these people? Or anybody that comes up with a mustache, <laughs> we got to be careful. So that, that was the, our Chevy event. But knowledge is power, and when I say knowledge – People that walk past you when it seems like you're selling something, if you know, if someone's talking too fast or they just don't hear you the first time. So it's, hey, you know, come on over, you know, take a test drive with Chevy, and you get two free tickets to a Cubs game. People walk by, and then they come back later and say, wait, what did you say earlier? I didn't understand. And initially people don't get it the first time. It almost takes two to three times, and you not giving up on people and not, you know, not taking it personal. And I've, you know, throughout the years, when I first started, I used to take it personal and people say, oh, no, 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 I'm not interested. No, I, I got them too busy. You know, you take it personal, like, wow, yeah, maybe I'm not good enough to pull them in. But it's not really that, you know. But when you know about these vehicles, when you get a chance to learn the features that you don't get a chance to at a dealership, you're one step ahead. And that's what we try to tell everyone Take a minute, drive. We're not a dealer. We don't, you know, you don't have to worry about the haggling. Ask us anything you want, any of the new features, and you can just drive right around the block, bring it back, and guess what? You have two complimentary Cubs tickets, and now you have more knowledge about a vehicle that you normally wouldn't have because you're going to the dealership. So, you know, that was my weekend. I always find it uh, fascinating and um, a great opportunity to just meet new people and, you know, give them what they need, answer the questions, you know, as far as selling and buying power, the people are. Uh, but 
I've you know I've been working with GM for uh, quite a long time and I've gotten used to it. But just lifting the people up. There's been so many situations where people come to me and they're not even talking about cars. They may have an issue in life, and I say, well, God, you know, if if it's me that has to help give an answer, just order my words, and I can I can work here through you at my job. Amen. Amen. That's real. Yes. And uh, that's how I look at it. You know, sometimes we get a little bit drained at what we do. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. Eventually, you know, you'll have a show. You say, oh, okay, here we go. You know, got to get your energy back up. But that's when you have to reflect on the purpose, you know. And, and I always say it being of service to others. Others need you. You know, that day you may not be feeling it, but another person may be feeling something different, and you can speak to them. And it doesn't matter where you are. You could be in the washroom. <laughs> so, that's you know, what's that, up. Be- that's mm-hmm. what's up. Before we um, bring our first guest on, we're going to take a quick commercial break so that we won't have to interrupt her in case she gets on a roll. Um, so give us one second while we uh, take a brief commercial break before we introduce our first guest. All righty. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Boon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Boon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. So we are back on the Rook Show, ladies and gentlemen, featuring your hosts, Anthony King and myself, Brandy Jackson. And again, we're all about making moves. And if any of you have struggles or issues, we really like to motivate you to get you in the direction that you need to be. So today we have two special guests on board. And I know Anthony would like to uh, introduce Carlotta Blake King. 
Beautiful yes, Brandy, woman. we're gonna bring her we're gonna bring her on first because uh we lost our other guest and I'm have to go behind the scenes and retrieve her call, so I didn't wanna waste Miss Blake's time because I'm very anxious to hear about whatever she has to bring um to the show today because I'm sure it's something very special. With us uh featuring women of power this month, I thought it would be great to bring someone on and start off the series with someone who I've been um, aware of for a very long time, um, representing that uh, powerful woman uh, position in the community. Uh, Ms. Blake King, your mic is live. Welcome to The Rook Show. Oh, thank you so very much. I'm so very excited to Welcome. be with you guys. And, um, And I'm just excited, as I indicated to Brandy earlier. I'm excited about life. How about that? <laughs> that's that's it. Yes, because <laughs> once you once you have that underway, everything else is easy. <laughs> so now you are the founder and executive director of CBK Performing Arts Center, and that's inspiring youth ages two and up. So I, I really like that, and you, you're cultivating the arts for the children. So can you tell us a little bit about that position? Absolutely. Um, it's a tireless position that uh, we have undertaken. I I do um, serve with a board of directors who gives, gives me the great guidance that I need in this endeavor. And uh, we chose to work with young folks ages 2 to 8, from 2 to 18, ex- exposing them to the arts because of how the arts can cultivate young children, especially in the cognitive skills. Uh, We find in communities where our schools are are deficient in many cases, if the parents could just get their kids exposed to an arts education program, it would certainly enhance their education down the road. And Mm -hmm. we're talking uh, dance classes, uh, ballet, hip-hop, jazz, uh, drama theater, uh, martial arts, uh, we include modeling classes. Some uh, say that's not part of the arts, but we certainly do, and I'll explain to you that le- later on. And we okay. also offer uh, piano and vocal lessons as well. And uh, for the most part, people think that an arts age education should should not be considered a frill, but a, ne- a necessity. And we certainly uh, feel that an arts education in today's society is definitely a necessity because it helps socialize our children, and I think that is, that's what's missing within our community. Our babies don't know each other. Uh, they're fighting among each other because right. they're not being properly socialized with those kinds of skills and instruction that actually does that in the arts. They, they certainly do that. Okay, and, you know, what is your mission uh, within this field? I know it's an overall mission. Our overall mission you- is to uh, engage students uh, with the arts, uh, helping them to achieve a a healthy mind and a healthy body, (laughs) and and also help them to explore uh, their life's experiences, a sense of self-worth, and uh, cultural socialization, and I talked about that. Uh, Our mission, uh, additionally, it heightens uh, their sense of self-worth and cultural realism. Additionally, we, uh, as part of our mission, we have adopted First Lady Michelle Obama's philosophy of let's move, uh, which addresses uh, the epidemic of childhood obesity and other grave illnesses our babies share these days. So that's mm-hmm. basically our mission, is just to engage our students uh, to help 
uh, develop their into healthy minds and bodies. That's good. And so with this program, am I correct when um, you're promoting that you don't have to be a certain image, per se, to have um, the high self-esteem and self-worth? You know, because I know you're implementing uh, childhood obesity, combating that. Absolutely. How do you, yeah, how do you actually um, incorporate that into your program, letting them know that, you know, you don't have to look a certain way, you know, have to be this size, per se? You know, Brandy, that's a very good question, and it was a difficult thing. We didn't want to dance around it, but at the same time, we knew we needed to address it. And and if we have children that seemingly have an obesity problem, we just simply tell them, you know, you have the energy to, to jump and exercise and, and get your body stimulated, and you'd be surprised uh, to the degree your body will change so that you can better enjoy your body within yourself. Uh, at no time do we want any child to feel bad about themselves, regardless to how others may perceive them in terms of their weight. But it is an issue, and we have to tackle it head on, and we just share with them that we're going to assist you in, in getting your, your body uh, up and running and excited, energized, like Energize. the energizing bunny. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That is good. That, that's, where we, that's where we want our kids. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you know, that, that's where we want our kids. Um, as far how long does it normally take to um, acclimate them into your program? Because I can't assume that when they first come, they're 100% ready for oh, the no. switch, this type of program. Tell, right. Can you tell us about that and the process of change? Our uh, program goes uh, goes from October. We operate around 10 months. Okay. And we have seen uh, progress with our children within perhaps the first uh, four months, mm-hmm. providing their, their coming to classes as they should and providing that they do what we ask them to do when they get home. We definitely see a, a difference. But moreover, kids become excited about their bodies and what their bodies can do. Uh, for instance, uh, our little ballet classes, you know, uh, a lot of the parents, they sort of, well, Miss King, we want to, because we offer ballet, jazz, and hip-hop. And okay. parents say, well, we're just signing up for the hip-hop or the jazz. <laughs> I says, well, no, 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 let's back up a little bit here. Uh, we deal with foundation. We basically feel that in dance, ballet is the foundational dance to work with. The ballet helps to strengthen the ankles and 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 and, and helps you with the your you know sculpturing your body. Believe it or not, you know, getting your head movement and your arms in the right position. And uh, and they just look at me and I says, you can't do hip hop or jazz if you can't do ballet. And then when we go on to tell them that you know Michael Jackson and some of the uh, professional basketball players take ballet, you know uh, Michael Jordan and his whole team. I read where they uh, uh, their coach insisted that they do a class of ballet. <laughs> that is amazing. Structurally to the body, the discipline. So once we get them acclimated in that, uh, we see a difference in how they walk. They begin to start walking straight because a ballerina, her posture has to be perfect. Mm. And, uh, and then they develop, a, a, again, a sense of self-worth. And they smile more, and especially when you um, 
applaud them and say, oh, look how nice you look. Your plie was perfect. Your grand plie was even better, you know. Or your first, second, or third position, you know, when your feet are absolutely in the right position. They look down at their little feet, and they, and they, and they, and they start smiling. So then we know that we are doing our job correctly when they get excited about their little positions. And, of course, we have uh, uh, written literature to send home with the kids. You know, pictures. Pictures are always do well with them. And we just say, take this home and practice it and make your feet like this. You know, we keep it simple. But, again, uh, at least about four, four months, we definitely see a change in our children's behavior, in their attitude about themselves, in their posture, and just their overall uh, self, you know, being about themselves. And their parents even tell us, you know, what have you done to my child? You know? what, Ryan, and that's always a good thing when you know you've had some kind of transformation with children to the better. Oh, that is that, that's great. I'm I'm glad to hear that that's possible. You know, have you now? What about as far as students that have a little bit more difficulty? Have you discovered any reasons behind that? Is it, it you know? Can it also stem from home, or just that personality type? And how do you how do you work with that if you've ever experienced that? Brandy, I mean, our our children are have have been exposed to things you and I would probably never be exposed in our lifetime. Mm. And, you know, and, and the parents know, but they oftentimes don't share. But you can almost see something in their little faces that something is not right. Mm-hmm. But even with that, we just come in, classes have, you know, we go with, let's begin class, we turn on the music, and we're, we're just there to engage these babies for that moment. And uh, if we find that they're, that there are some real, real difficulties that we really can't manage. At some point, we we do sit down and talk to the parents. But for the most part, we haven't had that case. We have kids Good. that are introverts. You know, parents say, well, they're too shy. Yeah. They will, Miss King, you'll never get them to do this. You'll never get them to do that. And then, again, within, like we say, within three to four weeks or sometimes a month, they do see a change because we are working and we are listening and we are watching to see, to, you know, make sure we're getting uh, some kind of change with these babies. Mm. And so I, I know oh, I switch. It's all I mean, I'm yeah. not a clinical psychologist, you know that. You know my my. Uh, but my but we, I've been working with kids long enough, and my my instructors are certified and trained and educated, and, and uh, you know we know what to look for with a lot of these children. But again, we're there to just expose them to the fun of arts, and 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 that in itself transforms them. The music, I mean, they're mm. learning another language, you know, French. You know, and sometimes Latin terms are used for ballet. And, and that in itself, when you hear these little kids say some of these, you know, words, uh, it, it's, it's exciting. Wow, that's Very. great. So, you know, I have to even now backtrack a little bit to um, figure out what inspired you to come up with this particular company. And you named it after yourself. Those are your initials, correct? That's correct. Um, several years ago in the 80s, I, uh, our church was having a fashion show, and for whatever reason, uh, they asked me to commentate a fashion show. And I'm saying, like, guys, I don't know anything uh-huh. about fashion. You know, I'm, I wasn't a fashionetta. I, you know, I was over 200-some pounds. I was neat, you know. <laughs> Not one, two, you know, I wasn't a Vogue dresser. But for whatever reason, they felt I had a flair of communicating with people. So I did it. And I had a lot of fun with it. And from from that, a lot of people started asking me to commentate different shows around the circuit. From that, 
someone said, well, you need to start a, a modeling troupe. Mm-hmm. So we started, my father and I, we called it Lucar Productions. We started a modeling troupe. Then we, I mean, we were all over Northwest Indiana and some parts of Illinois. Just had a lot of fun. Then parents said, well, Miss King, you guys need to teach. Mm-hmm. So 82, we opened up Carlotta's Ultimate You Modeling Dance and Image Building Center. But prior to that, I was I was uh, working with an organization, and we brought in Oprah Winfrey as one of our luncheon speakers. And I was sharing with her wow. that I was getting ready, we were getting ready to open a school, and she told me, whatever you open your business, always put your name on it, never anybody else's name okay. with me. So my first school was Carlotta's Ultimate U, Motley Dance and Industry Center. And then um, it's, it's, uh, we had that for about 13 years, and we closed it for – for some very crazy reasons, but we had to do it. And then in, in 2011, I retired. So, um, but prior to that, I was exposed to a Leadership Northwest Indiana uh, alumni class. And one of the classes, uh, John Kane, who is the executive director of South Shore Dance in Northwest Indiana, spoke mm-hmm. to us. And he talked about, you know, he challenged us to uh, work in the arts. But, you know, for the most part, you know, who wants to hear it? Everybody just knew it was going to be a dull speech, you know, the arts. But he inspired me. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. He inspired me and he challenged me and he he explained why our kids are are behaving the way they are because they're not being socialized properly and the arts can be an avenue to do it. Well, since I had the background to do it and I I knew at some point I would be retiring, I just thought, I'm going to do this. So about a month later, I applied for an application for a 501c3. And uh, in 2011, we were accepted. And that's how we got started with the CBK Performing Arts Center. Wow. So you were prepared. It seemed like the timing of it all. It was timing, absolutely. I have more time now, you know, being sort of semi-retired. And Mm -hmm. the need is even greater today than it was in the 80s. You know, in the 80s, parents sort of understood it. But a lot of our parents today, you know, you have children raising children. They know it's a good thing, you know, to put their mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. to expose them to something like this. But, again, the first thing they want to do is, is to hip-hop, you know, shake right. your booty. <laughs> but <laughs> educated to them, it's a little more disciplined here, a little more structured. And they sort of go, oh, well, if you say so. But I tell them, at the recital, you know, during our instruction, the children will learn a hip-hop and a jazz number. But the basic is always ballet. So that sort of settles, right. settles them down in that regard. Uh, now, going back to uh, some of the performing aspects, what? how do you prepare the kids uh, for the stage? Because I don't even I don't think all schools do that. Because to me, it seems like it has to be a separate session just even on stage presence and how to be um, uh, courageous and something of that nature to to make sure that they're okay when they do their first performance per se and how do they memorize this how what you know what kind of technique do you have to make sure that you know those things work out well you know uh what people don't understand the that that is what the arts do mm-hmm. it helps develop our babies cognitive skills and it, it strengthens their problem-solving and critical thinking skills. You know, the repetition of, of learning a dance or the repetition of learning their modeling techniques or martial arts or vocals or piano, it's repetition. 
and that mm. helps develop that right left brain you know uh, within our within our bodies and uh it helps develop a sense of craftsmanship so it's nothing that we're really doing per se it's the arts itself hmm. it's teaching them having them to go through the the training that's what 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 helps them and then you know I always throw in my little thing you know because you know Mrs. King I consider myself bigger than life so I said you have to uh <laughs> have to imitate Miss King <laughs> and uh, we always go through a speaking partner. That's something most uh, performing arts schools don't do. They always have to introduce themselves. Mm-hmm. My name is, and I aspire to be blank. And, you know, and this is something we always prepare the kids to at every recital, which normally most recitals don't have. They will introduce themselves in a big way. And, you know, I tend to speak a little louder than most folks, you know. And when kids... <laughs> speak at a low tone, we just bring it up, bring it up. Bring it up. And I'll tell them we're not going to use a microphone, but I always trick them because we always <laughs> use a microphone. Right. But at least when they're ready to, when they, you know, get in that microphone, they are really, really ready to uh, speak. And uh, it's not easy for these babies to perform between before two and three or 400 people. And, and, and that's why it's up to the adults to prepare these kids for that. And it sort of bothers me when I've I've gone to other uh, children's performances, and they tend to take the better students. They're always in the front. They put put the weaker students in the back, and and that's not fair. I I guarantee that my students, everybody performs equally, and and I and I tell my my instructors, this we can't pet up one child over another. They all have to get the same attention. Even if you see one kid has a little more skill than the other, it's going to shine anyway. But mm. it's it, 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 it all possible. Our goal is that all those babies are shining together as a group, as a team. And that's part of the arts. It teaches them teamwork. Right. Again, it goes back to socialization. So it's nothing that we really do. It's the art itself. That's huh. the role of it. As I indicated before, arts education should not be considered a frill but a necessity because of what it does. I, I challenge any parent out there listening, Google American for the Arts and read their policy and advocacy on on the arts and how it benefits our babies. You know, don't take my word for it. Right. Uh, like arts education is one of the best educations that our children need to get. Why do you think the majority races put their babies in this type of training at age two? Mm. They started right at age two, mm. and, and that's why they're so advanced. You know, if if our kids, uh, you know, go start going at age five or six, it, they might feel a little challenged because if they're in the same class with these time, with these kids. These kids are a little bit ahead of them. Advanced, right? Because yeah. those parents, they know it. Those babies been in, mm. in ballet since they were two years old. Look Oftentimes our babies are, are not exposed to it until age 10 or 11 mm. or 12. So it is time that we get ahead of ourselves and get ahead of the game and, and, and sacrifice and, you know, and, and, and just put money aside. And it's not an expensive thing to do. You know, they think, oh, this is going to cost an arm and a leg. Well, even if it does, mm-hmm. these children do not ask to come into this world. It is the responsibility of parents and adults to find a way 
to best service these children. We know for the most part our schools are deficient for whatever reason, and I'm not, you know, going on a soapbox about the schools. We can be talking <laughs> forever. <laughs> there are alternatives. Right. You know, if, if your child lacks attention span, Get them in a martial arts class. Get these young boys in a martial arts band, a class so that it helps get their attention span together and their memory. I mean, memorization, drama mm-hmm. classes. If, if you can sit there and memorize a, a, a dialogue for a play, certainly when it comes to homework, you can comprehend a reading lesson and answer That's your multiple right. uh, you know, choice questions. Mathematics, mm-hmm. kids that do well in music. You know, music, they do well in mass because it, because of, of how it stimulates, again, your cognitive thinking, your critical thinking, you know, your perception. You're, you're learning to solve problems and make decisions. You're building self-confidence. When a child is confident about themselves, they can tackle the world. You and know, that is so art- true. Uh, you know, I, I art- think we – go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And to me, that's what an arts education provides for our kids. It gives them, it gives them the self confidence, the self discipline, the self esteem to just, you know, just move mountains, you know, and just, you know, ride over some of these obstacles, you know, that many of them face. And even if, you know, if they, if they, we talk about the, the issue of let's move that addresses um, uh, childhood, you know, juvenile diabetes, and, mm-hmm. and 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 a lot of our kids have been exposed to. So much in terms of health, but a good um, fundamental physical workout and dance will do it. Martial arts does it. Modeling does it. Can it can address that in a big mm. way? And you know, we've been talking about you know eating habits. I we offer a um, annual uh, Little Miss Manners and Life Skill workshop for little girls, and we okay. we go from A to Z because. We're losing our little girls. They're, they're so yeah, managed, it's, it's sickening. Yeah. I wow. insist in our modeling classes, they cannot wear jeans. We prefer mm-hmm. a skirt and at least a one-inch heel, a pump. The parents look like at me, that. well, you know, my daughter don't own a skirt. Well, we need to get a skirt. You might have to get a skirt. Like you said, you make a sacrifice, go on to the thrift store, make that sacrifice, well, we have, have to you? do it. Let's just do it. They have to be well-groomed. Mm-hmm. Don't come in here like you just woke up from bed, you know, you didn't comb your hair. Mm-hmm. And you know what that does? When they go to their real school, they know that their appearance has to be much better if it, mm-hmm. had, if it had suffered in any degree. Little girls, I mean, and like I tell them, even little girls at five and six, you know, if you, they, they are very smart little girls. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to grooming, you know, which I'm sort of getting off the track, though, but it, it, it's no, it's good. No, no it's, okay. it's okay. Miss Miss uh, King, can I ask you a question real quick, and then you can go in whatever direction you want to go in. Go ahead. You mentioned something about the Get Moving program. Can you speak more about that? I don't think a, a lot of people are aware of that, but I am, and I would like for you to speak on that because that's something very important, and, and it does relate to what you uh what you're talking about. Very good. Again, uh, our First Lady Michelle Obama's uh, her philosophy of let's move. Uh, she she started this this movement, and it addresses um, childhood obesity, uh, juvenile diabetes, and other uh, grave health issues our children uh, are dealing with today. And to combat that, she encourages our babies 
to really stimulate our bodies with a lot of exercise. And uh, she she talks about jazz exercise, uh, dancing exercise, and she goes a little further in that in terms of healthy eating with the gardens. Now, she is big on community gardens. As you know, for the first time, the White House <laughs> have mm, a community right. garden in the back of the White House. That's and the right. chef, their chef, you know, goes in the garden daily, picks from the garden, and prepares their food from that garden. And uh, First Lady has gone throughout this country various neighborhoods and talked about these community gardens that uh, that she has started and teaching children to eat vegetables and and um, you know kids didn't know the, didn't know what a carrot was or or zucchini was or squash was and once she taught these children how to actually grow it and then uh then they even she even took it as far and had uh chefs come into their schools and cook it to a way that they ate it, and they chose the vegetables over French fries. Oh yeah, and and, and that's 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 progress, and that is super big. It's not even talked about enough. Um, to me, if if, if uh, Nancy Reagan had done something like this, you know, it'd been it'd have been a patent on it by now, you know. Oh, so, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go there, but uh, you know. <laughs> but first well, I heard you were a feather ruffler, so yes, I have a feather ruffler. <laughs> This kind of concept. This sounds like you we know, have anybody a can start a community garden. Some of these other clubs that are up and going, uh, they can very well adopt her philosophy to just really enhance our babies and have them healthy. Because we know a lot of times our babies are leaving home hungry. Oh yeah, and that's not good. But this let's move uh, movement that. Uh, First Lady Michelle Obama has started. It is tremendous. And um, she's been in Chicago with it. I've seen her uh, on TV in, in various locations. So it's something that parents need to Google, uh, need to get some information about. I'm sure if you wrote First Lady Michelle Obama, she would send mm. you some information on it. And uh, it's just an exciting program. And I had to attach ourselves to that. Okay. And we even have our kids go through uh, one of our first presentations. We would ask them, you know, what is our philosophy? And they yell out in unison, let's move. Oh, that's <laughs> And everybody, fun. and then we'll have our audience, let's get up now, guys, in the middle of a recital. <laughs> I love it. Up, And we're moving. Uh, Ms. Cheryl Fritz, who's the director of dance, she takes them through a little, you know, three-minute little spiel, but it puts it, puts it on their mind regardless of age, that we have to move these bodies. That's right. That's and right. And that's exciting, I think. Yeah, and Ms. Fritz so before... used to be a lovable. Ms. Fritz used to be a lovable. I remember that. Right, you remember Ms. Fritz, yes. And she's that's my director of dance. And yes, um, she's do. done quite well in helping us coordinate our dance classes, our, our recitals, our outings that we've had. And uh, Cheryl is a wonderful uh, a person to know. She's a talent in her own right. And uh, now she's a minister, uh, wow. which even makes it better because she can spread the word not only of the gospel but of how to keep our bodies healthy and safe. And she even uh, have a dance ministry at, her, at the church where she's at. So, mm-hmm. I mean, dancing and moving, it's all, it's all one compact structural thing that we should be doing constantly. <laughs> Jeez, yes, that's beautiful. I love dancing myself, and that's one of the things I wish I had of, and and also piano that I wish I had stuck with. But it is never too late. 
and oh, you know no, that's why never too late. And you know that's why I also want to want to ask you. Um, when do you normally have classes? Do you have an after-school program, a full program? Um, can you let people know what days, you know, they normally meet and how many hours? Uh, thank you, Brandy. Uh, our classes are once a week on Saturdays. Uh, we start our dance classes at, um, we start at 10, and we're usually uh, completed with our courses around 1.30. Our, our dance classes for ages 2 to 5 is from 10 to uh, 10.45. They're 45 minutes long. Then for the bigger girls, uh, it's uh, 10, it's 11 to 12, and 12 to 1, and uh, they're an hour long. Our martial arts class starts at 10.30, and uh, they're an hour and a half long because we are trying to uh, get the kids to get their, their, they need 13 weeks of training to get their yellow belt. Our modeling classes are at 10.30, and they're an hour long. Our vocal and music classes are by appointment only, and they're uh, usually a half an hour to 45 minutes uh, at a time. Okay. And, again, we're only uh, there on Saturdays. Our summer session should start uh, July 8th, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, to, for more information regarding our classes and, and time, it's uh, 219-256-1770. Again, that's 219 219- Two five six one seven seven zero, and we do have a website which is www. Uh, just run, the letters run them to, together. C B K Arts A R T S Center, spelled C E N T R E. That's the French way. dot org. Again, it's C B K Arts Center, C E N T R E. dot org, and uh, all of this information is on our website. Okay, and for that's... most updates, you can go to my Facebook, Carlotta Blake King. And uh, we post most of our uh, updates on the Facebook. Okay. And I also wanted to add, and if there is uh, anyone listening at any point in time, this this radio show will be archived. So any of the listeners and our guests, you'll be able to reach this archive and uh, use it as part of your press kit at any time. If there are any sponsors, grant writers, um, anybody that's interested in this field, if you're interested in reaching Ms. King, you can also call her on that number as well. And can you repeat that number one more time? Oh, great. Uh, 219-256-1770. We're always looking for a good grant writer and additional instructors. Um, give me a call, and I would simply request a, a resume, and we would interview you. We're always looking to add on to our staff. So if anyone's out there that have any uh, um, training, certified dance instructor, a martial arts instructor, um, vocal or music, uh, just give us a call. We're always looking for good certified uh, that can work with our young folks. So, again, that number is 219-256-1770. Can you be a little bit more specific when you say you are looking to add to your staff because uh, Brandy – is being very humble, but she has she she has an extensive network within the entertainment industry. She, one of her partners, she she has a Brandy. Come on now, can, can you can you talk about his and hers Inc. And, and let her know about Rashawn? Um, I think he would be somebody that would be a great asset to her uh to her her business and, and the kids. If you don't mind, Brandy. Oh, okay. You know what? Yep. <laughs> you are not too far off base. You are not far off base, Anthony. 
And I, I kind of wish we had um, Sean to call in. Are you able to reach him? Hold on. Let me Back see if I can get him. I, I talked to him earlier today. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. Okay, and I'm going to answer that question. Okay. So, um, you know, besides this show, I am uh, the VP of His and Hers, Inc., and that's a songwriting and production company. So, you know, as I think about it when you're talking, there's a lot of people that are looking for talent development that are, um, I know they're beyond your age group as far as 18. Some of them Mm -hmm. may be right on the cusp. Mm -hmm. You know, and we can definitely um, use your services. For that, as far as uh, vocal training, if you if you if you need vocal training, if you offer the vocal training, the dance aspect, because when they're performing, it's it's normally not just that one movement. You have to have the whole package: the look, the confidence, right, and and the dance, because it's a whole package. I mean, how, how do you feel about that? Because I know you. I like to say you've raised up a lot of young students. That's my 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 token. <laughs> but you work with a lot. Yeah, I am grateful to have touched the lives of of many many uh, young folks, and uh, I I get sort of uh, teary eyed when I, I'll get a phone call or a letter or a Facebook message or an email message. Uh, Miss King, thank you for for uh, being there with me. Uh, Ultimate you uh, really taught me a lot, and uh, I, I, I consider have, I have developed many wonderful mothers, uh, 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 professional women, attorneys, uh, airline. Uh, one young lady, her biggest goal was to be an airline stewardess, but they, what they call them, flight attendants now, and, and she reached that goal and retired into that. Great. And uh, I, I just have so many wonderful young women that have gone on and are, in, are professionals, and they for whatever reason, attribute that to the training that, re- that they received from a Carlotta's Ultimate U. And uh, that's a testament in itself that we must be doing something right. And, and, and our prayer is that, that we can really get CBK Performing Arts Center to that caliber. Uh, we're only in our second year, and uh, we're struggling because the economy is, is, is much uh, not desirable as it was in the 80s. I know uh, income for a lot of families that we service it's very limited, but we can we uh, we consider ourselves extremely affordable. We will work with parents. A lot of performing arts center insist that monies are paid up front. We mm-hmm. don't. We put together a a, a payment plan with you, uh, just as long as we know that you know you're you're honest and sincere about your child's training. And uh, some folks tell me, well, Miss King, that's why you you <laughs> probably. You should probably shouldn't do it because that's not being businesslike. And whether it is or not, the children that we are servicing, we're servicing for the most part babies that would have never, ever been exposed to the arts. Uh, parents never can, you know, this kind of training. So as long as I have breath in my body and, and find a means to do it, uh, that's how we're going to run our, our company, uh, you know, giving folks an opportunity and a chance to, uh, you know, work things out financially uh, with their family so that their children can get this training because it's so very important. Well, I mean, if anyone is listening out there and you are looking to bring us a little star up, (laughs) (laughs) she is the woman to contact, and you can press rewind after the show is over to get that information again. (laughs) That would be great. Uh, Brandy, Rashawn is on the line. 
Oh, great. Excellent. How you doing, Rashawn? He's actually uh, the founder and owner of His and Hers, Inc. Okay. Right. And he's also uh, a former member of the group Quiet Storm that has toured the country, yes. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, Rashawn. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. And you? Uh, uh, I'm I'm hanging in there. Today is a a chill day, but I'm still working, watching the BT Awards and... uh, Ready for tomorrow. Get get my week started. Okay. That now, is the BT Awards? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Around now, where where is Rashawn located? Out of Chicago, based out of Chicago. Out of Chicago. Okay. Yes. I knew. How I knew are you? Was, I'm fine, sir. I'm located in Hammond, Indiana. Oh, okay. See, see, we 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 uh we neighbors, so we definitely got to link up and network. We have to because absolutely. I'm, I, I'm currently always looking for good uh, dance instructors uh, mm-hmm. and uh, other instructors to keep our school going. And uh, certainly I, we're going to have to network after this call. Absolutely, and, and Absolutely. I appreciate it. And my number again is 219-256-1770. And I invite everyone to visit our website, uh, CBK Arts, with an S, center, C-E-N-T-R-E dot org. And all of our information is there, our mission, our purpose, our classes, our instructors, our board directors, and um, our, our class times. And, and for the most part, all of the information is there. Can, can you can you can you repeat that a little bit slower? Because everybody is not as quick as you, Miss uh, King. I know, but. and I get too excited. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. That's okay. Rashawn. CBK. Okay, R- go ahead. T-S, Center C. E N T R E dot org. Okay. And number again, please. Two one nine two five six one seven seven zero. Okay. Rashawn is a vocal coach, um right. Miss King. He um he is not as humble as Brandy. I, I I just don't think he realizes why we called him on to the show. But he was <laughs> um he, he was involved in uh, Usher Mom's label. That was who he was signed to. Yeah. J-Pat Records. And the young man, Justin Bieber, used to come around Rashawn and learn some of the things that he now has down to a science. Uh, and, and that's why I said he would be a great addition because there are not very many people that I know who are as well um, prepared to 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 do what he does. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why I wanted him, wanted to introduce you to him because he has been a blessing to me um, since, since the first time I met him a few years ago, and I know that he would be a blessing to those kids. Great. Well, well, I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that so much. Um, well, first of all, thank you for the, the, um, the, you know, looking out, man, and tuning me in. I'm definitely about yeah. uh, the kids and, and vocal production and, and I teach an artist development class as well. Where the way the way I teach it, it is a little different from most because I'm, te- I'm teaching from a artist standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, staging and stuff like that, as well as the vocal technique. So my classes, you know, I've, I've worked with some of the best. Um, I've had ex- um, hands on with, like you said, being under the JPAT uh, affiliate association. I've had a, a, a hands on with a, a, a lot of people. You know, I don't okay. like the name drop, but um, one of my major clients was myself, which was my group, Quiet Storm, 
where mm-hmm. I groomed uh, over the years, um, going until uh, before we met JPAP, I groomed the group, and 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 I've worked with females, males, young, older, and my background is of course gospel. So I've, I'm able to be versatile and and get the job done, and and you'll okay. walk away happy. So. And I have, yeah, I can. I'm a witness of that because I managed um, the girl group Adore, and he did an, an intense um, training, vocal training session for them. You know, that was both vocal, physical, and piano included, plus mm-hmm. more. And I, I can tell you that he is he is about that type of business, and I, I, I've seen results. Yeah, yeah. He, my, he, is, my, he is about that music life. He is about that music <laughs> life. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And just just to add to that, I, I I know that the the technical terms that go with the not just you know showing you a a basic um, vocal technique. I know I know the 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 importance of it and how to use it and when not to use it. So mm-hmm. um, your vocal cords is an instrument. So that's how I treat it. So, right. I'm I'm in I'm in the conditioning I'm into all that, so definitely we definitely network. Um, I'm in Hammond a lot, so we definitely oh, network wow. some business. Yes, yes. Great. So great. I, I'm actually in Hammond as as we speak. I'm I'm actually over over here watching, spending some time with my children, and, and watching the BT Awards. Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely need to connect. Absolutely, absolutely. I look forward to meeting you and doing some work. And thank you guys. Yeah. So much. I I represent HH Inc. as well as TWR, which is the new reality TV show we came up with. So you guys be looking out for that real soon too. So. Hey Rashawn, guess yes, what? Lola on yes, the line. Lola is on Lola. the line. Ah, Lola D, what's good? Hold on one second. I, I don't want right. to take up too much of Miss King time, but uh, okay. I'm gonna bring. I'm a, uh, her mic is live. Lola, what's up? Hey, hey, Rashawn. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> How you Ladies doing? Can and gentlemen, I, I, I'm blessed, man. It's, it's great to always be in your presence. Um, Lola is like <laughs> my sister as well as a, a client that we we both work together very well. Man, Lola, I miss you, man. Good, good hearing your voice. Man. I miss you I'm, too. I'm, it's I'm so ready to like work. Your voice. I absolutely. I know, man. She she it was actually crazy wrote, because. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lola's actually one of the clients that, Lola, on the um, Lola's actually one of the clients that I worked with in the past uh for years where we developed each other actually. Um I've I've showed her some of the techniques and, and a lot of things. So she's a she's an artist that I can speak for that, that knows my work hands on. Mhm. Yeah, he's a, and he's, he's really amazing. really good. Thank you. Lola. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think a lot of great things are about to happen within the next couple of years for me and Roshan. Um, I have a lot of faith. And he his work ethic is really, really good. He works hard, um, he's on time, you know, and he really doesn't play any games. So, you know, a lot of a lot of people you find in the music industry, some people, um, you know, they they kinda like lack today's the cool or they'll do it when they feel like it. You know what I mean? Just thinking a certain way. But Roshan isn't like that. I'm not like that. We both work hard and you know, we gotta sweat. We gotta maybe cry sometimes, but we still gotta get through it. You know. Mm. That's good. That's good. And you guys look out for Lola. I gotta plug her real quick. I don't want to yes. take too much time, but she's an outstanding artist, vocalist, writer, rapper, model. She does it all, man. She has the full package. I support her three hundred percent. Let's go, Lola D. Yes. 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 Yes
Thank you. All right. Lola D. <laughs> Everybody, I think I'm changing. I think I'm changing my name to Rari, like Ferrari, because I'm like oh. I'm fast, like I'm always on the go. So I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about changing it to that, like Rari. I don't know. We just don't think about that, you know. Okay, I like that. That's, that's dope. Yeah, I that's do like that. Right there. I you like can, you that. Can that. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. when we talk about that earlier. We talk. We actually talked today for about three hours about you, Lola. You was in the conversation oh, very wow. heavy, so it it all makes sense. You know, we're definitely going to be working again ASAP. So you know, yeah. God is good bringing us back together in full circle. For sure. Okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah, Brandy. Um, uh, Rashawn, I know you was watching the awards and spending time with your kids. We're not going to keep you too long. Is it any other? Is it anything else you want to say? Um, just for any writers and producers that's out there that's listening, not just in Chicago but around the country, uh, I have a writing and production company uh, where Brandy is also involved. But we look, we our purpose is to write hits for everybody. You know, I want to have the next big company where, when when it's time to write those next big hits, I want my company to be the, that company. So if you're interested in being a writer, producer, a vocalist, uh, or whatever. Hit us up at his and hers inc at gmail dot com. That's H I S A N D H E R Z Z I N K at gmail dot com and we'll you know, we'll send you some information on the company and definitely network with you and see how we can be you can grow with us. That's right. That's about it. Okay. Don't, don't forget about the writers rumble. Don't forget about the writers rumble. I'm, so, I'm so humble, man, I just keep it you know, I keep it humble yeah. but we also have a new reality TV show that's based around writers and producers in the music business. It's about it's the next big thing that's coming to a, a television near you. We're in the make we're in the we're in the process right now of of, of uh, shooting our episodes. The Writers Rumble consists of major writers and producers that you hear on the radio right now. Your favorite songs they are a part of this. Um, different artists are in part a part of it. So we're going to be doing an audition coming soon to Chicago. Uh, within the next few months, that you guys can be a part of it. Um, if you have writing skills, vocal ability, again, production, whatever, this is the show you want to be on. Um, it, it's right. gonna. We have boot camp. We have a drill sergeant. It's not like any other television show that's on TV right now. I can't give it away, but right. check it out on YouTube.com, The Writer's Rumble, Writer's Rumble with Introduction. Writer's Rumble yeah. with a Z, Rumble with Introduction. A Z. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Absolutely. Left you a voice message. <laughs> Brandy. Yes. No, I'm. I'm going to I left message on on Chanel. If she calls back, I'm going to put up on the show next week. She got a week. Call me back, Brandy. Okay. <laughs> I'll make sure she do that. I'll make sure she do that too. Hey, guys, thank y'all so much. Brandy, Anthony, Miss King, Lola, thank everybody for the support. I will support you guys, and God bless y'all, man. I'm about to go. I hit a, I hit my daughter in there crying right now, so oh, I got to okay. get back to the family. All right. All right. Nice hearing from you. I'll see you soon. Okay. Thanks, bye love. Bye, Lola, I'll hit you up ASAP. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, Brandy, okay. while we have Lola on I would like to um, her speak. She said she 
have some things that she would like to see. Um, you kind of, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Miss King back on the You're breaking up. Can you hear me better now? I'm yes. Better better now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to get nope. some. Nope. Breaking up again. Really? I don't know what's up with that. How about now? Yeah, you're good. Okay, I okay. want to get some time in with Lola because she has some. She said she has some things she want to speak about, Brandy. Um, you know, uh, give her a give her a chance to express herself before we bring Miss Blake, Miss King, back in. Okay, okay, Lola, I'm glad to have you on. And you know what? I realized that I knew of you, but I didn't know until uh-huh. we had went into a little bit more depth because of Rashawn. And so okay. I said, oh. So I had no idea that you were the Lola, the real Lola. <laughs> I had no idea. So um definitely excited to have you because you were one of the candidates that we were considering for the group Adore. I don't know if you remember that oh. way back when. Yeah, I remember. Wait, wait, are you the lady who took me to that the house with the studio? No, I'm not. No, I'm not that lady. I, we never oh, met. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but um, like I hope that wasn't a bad experience. <laughs> no, that's not me. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, but I think I do remember. But yeah, because I was, you know, like in different girl groups. But yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so I am. I'm definitely happy to have you on here, and you know, Thank whatever you. you want to start out saying um, to people who are listening about yourself, you know. Let us know, and then I have some um, questions for you to get in the vi- get your vibe a little bit. Okay, cool. Um, well, basically, I'm Lola, and like I said, I think I'm I'm thinking about changing my name to Ferrari or Rari like the car um, because I'm fast, like my mind moves fast. But um, I am from originally from the south suburbs of Chicago, Cree, Illinois. Um, basically, I started out doing gymnastics when I was about five years old. and stopped when I was about 13. And then I got into doing music. Um, I actually started dancing first. Um, my mom, she used to take me to every concert. I mean, like, literally every concert that came wow. to Chicago, she took me to. And I used to be, like, just staring, like, not even loud, not, like, doing too much. I was just looking, like, man, I want this so bad. I want to get on stage. So I started going behind the stage when I was, like, 12, 13 and asking people, like, who are you? You know, what do you do for a living? Like, is there any way? Are you a manager? Can you manage me dancing or something? And then right. I started learning different things from them telling me, you know, and me going through different situations with those people about management and about, like, background dancing and stuff. And I loved it. Um, <laughs> if there's anything you want to ask me, you can. I started rapping because I had scoliosis, which is the curvature of the spine, and um, I basically went in for surgery when I was 18. And um, I'm 20 now, but when I was 18, I went in for surgery on my spine. And um, basically, from that point, I kind of lost my train of thought. (laughs) Well, you know, when you started started rapping right at that time? Yeah, well... A little bit before that, I was, like, making videos when I was, like, 15. But then I got more serious about it over time, and I got a little bit better um, over time. And and me in the hospital, I was like, you know, what if I can't dance anymore? I want to still be on stage because I love it, you know? That's and right. so basically, I mean, but I still dance. God bless me. Uh, like, he blessed me a lot. That was a blessing. So, yes. Yeah. After that mm-hmm. surgery, yeah, you I mean, still, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You can ask me anything you want. Okay. So um, I'm kind of curious, what is your style? Because you said you rap, sing, and you're also a writer. So what? Would, how would you describe your sound and how you develop that? What is it? Because it, it can't be just hip-hop. My sound, <laughs> my sound is kind of weird. Like, I like to put a lot of emotion into my music. I like to, you know, whatever I'm talking about, I think about a moment that I've had before, and I'll put myself in that situation. I'll close my eyes. And I'll just rap out how I think that I would sound when I'm in that situation. So, I mean, my style is just, I would say, more so real. I'm a real person. You know, I'm very, I think that I'm beautiful. You know, that's not cocky. That's just being aware. And I feel like I'm very humble. And um, so, I mean, I do that. And then I make party tracks, too. I think that I would compare myself to maybe some someone like Missy Elliott um, because she's very creative. You would tell, you know, some some of her songs she thinks, some of her songs is just like whatever, you know, I'm about to just mm-hmm. make this party track and make this money off this party track. So I'm like, either way it go, I can still do both because I dance, you know. When you know how to dance, you kind of, you already be up and about and moving and trying to do mm-hmm. everything. So you already cry for the party right. song. But, but yeah, so I would say more like Missy Elliott, Timberland. Mm-hmm. Is there any other female? Now, you sing, as far as the singing, um, the singing aspect, um, is it someone else, too, that you would compare yourself to? As far as the singing, I really don't sing so much, but um, I okay. do sing when I do. It sounds kind of like like an old school type of voice. <laughs> that, like you the, know what uh, that uh, is? Your mom, your, when your mom <laughs> took you to those concerts starting off when you were young, yeah. you probably picked up everything then. Yeah, probably, but I... I I don't know, like a Lauryn Hill or like um, like the deep kind of like uh, like a deep eyes maybe. Yes. Yeah, like that. Um, so yeah, that's basically I would compare it to those people. But I love, I love like not craziness, but I love like just different things. Like Yellow Wolf, he's a um, rapper I think from Alabama. I like Yellow Wolf. I like Andre 2000. I like Left Eye. I like Tupac. I like real out of them. I like, um, I used to like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, right. What happened with yeah. her, right? Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I love you, Christina. You're like, but, I love uh, her. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, those people are cool to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not going to put you on the spot right now. I'm going to give you a little time. Tell me on the spot. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So I have got Uh-oh. to hear the, the tone that you have because you said, Uh-oh. yes, so you have oh the rap. Okay, okay, we're not going to say no. the singing aspect, okay, but yeah, maybe the rap. Yeah. Like, um, you know, right. so if it would be something that you already have out or something that you can or you cover that you normally okay. rap, just yeah. kind of want to hear, That's like, what kind of tone and vibe you have with the energy. Do you want me to do it right now? Yeah, that'll be great. It'll go down okay. in history. Um, am I? Do I sound loud or do I sound like far away from the phone? It's it's right in the middle. It's it's pretty good. Okay. All right. Interrupt mm-hmm. me if I'm too loud because I get a little loud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um. 
As I sit in my room, I ain't face to face. I wonder why I'll be the next to wait in straight lines. And I'm knowing it's all, man. I really want to find a go, man, because I'm married to the fame and I know it won't change. Nine times out of ten, niggas say, everybody know girl groups don't make it, but I'm a blouse. Look, they know, bro, so low, don't need y'all girls supposed to rock with me. Now I'm headlining. My own show, bringing my logos, getting go wherever I go. That's low, 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 low. That's low, 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 D star Ferrari <laughs> from Chicago, where we stay, working, working hard, riding in the car with the windows up. When I roll the windows down, got them boys going nuts. Yeah, I really don't, really don't care, cause I'm about you, not the mother toy. That's it. <laughs> Wow. Okay, okay. I can't wait to start getting the Brandy, music. Brandy, why, why are you trying to get me excited? Why are you trying to get me excited, Brandy? Huh? Why? Why, Brandy? Why are you why? doing that to me? <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm amped, too. I'm like, what? I say, whoa, I can't wait till we start playing music on air. <laughs> Were you thinking the same thing, Anthony? <laughs> Anthony just got so amped he had to go click put on mute. <laughs> that's, that's okay. We're we gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. Man, okay. Brandy, you know what? You know what? You saying that you can't wait till we start playing music, but I'm actually trying to get Lola to make a commitment for me to be her manager. When I come home, we're supposed to be getting together and doing the music. So it's, it's so much bigger than the uh, playing the music, you know. We're trying to actually bring her into the family and get her, you know, into a position where she can eat off of her talent. So it, that's why I said, why are you messing with me? Because I'm already excited as it is. I'm, I'm ready to, you know, end my vacation and come back home so we can get to work right now. Oh my gosh! I know. I love good talent. I love it, and especially when um, you know you you're humble about it, but able to be verbal too. So it's like, okay, this is what I want, okay, but I'm also gonna step back and listen too. Mm-hmm. You know, I like. And I that. feel like you gotta be like that. You really do. I mean, even with anything, people that play basketball, people that it's it's this one. My mom she told me this story because my mom used to coach basketball. She told me it was two boys on her basketball team that were the best. But one of the boys, he knew he was the best, but he just knew it too much. Like, he was a little too cocky about it. You know, he'd come to practice late sometimes, but he was the best, and he knew he was the best on the team. But the other boy, he wasn't, he wasn't like, um, I guess, as good as him, you know. But he had a more humbler spirit, more humbler attitude. And actually, one of the guys who went to the NFL, he used to play for the Vikings, um, I'm trying to think of his name, but he went on and he did real good. He's still playing football in the NFL. Um, I'm really trying to think about this guy's name. He used to have a fro and he used to be on the Vikings. Maybe it'll come to me later. But um, but yeah, you have to you have to be there. You have to be able to speak up and speak your mind and start to people because in the industry, in the music industry, they'll try to eat you up. Um, if you let them, they're really they're in your face. So it's like if they're in your face, what you gonna do? You gotta you gonna back down like you can't. You have to talk to them, but at the same time, still let them know. You know this is where I'm from. I'm from this certain place. Well, all mm-hmm. we had to do was keep it real. We just had to tell each other how it really was. You know, my mom told me how it was, but my mom still had money, and I didn't even know it when I was in sixth grade shopping almost every weekend. You know, 
You just so thought it, it was just, just what, what it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it, it was what it was, but it really wasn't. I mean, right. after things happened, you know, things happened to our family. And, I mean, it was a time when we really weren't making that much money, and I saw the big difference. But it took for me to go through that to see the big difference. If I don't go through nothing, I'm not going to see nothing. Clearly, that's what that taught me. So when you think things are going good, and I'm saying it's going to go bad, but you got to be aware that things can change. You know, not everything is great all the time. You know what I mean? Because right. you got different things out here. You got different spirits. You got different, you got your demons and your, you know, other things that's trying to, you know, do whatever they got to do. So I'm going off to a whole other thing. <laughs> you can ask me something else if you want to. Well, you know, I, you know that I, that makes me think, what, what have you experienced that was kind of um, maybe, maybe not devastating, but what what was a great experience and also some lessons in this industry that you have been through? I mean, because you got into the business around a little heavier, around sixteen, seventeen, a little bit heavier. Yeah, um, yeah, around sixteen, seventeen. Um, what happened? I would say, let's see. I mean, you really can't. I would, okay, one point is I'm gonna name probably like three points or something. But one point is you can't trust everybody. You can't be so quick to make everybody your friend, you know, you can't, like, just be like, oh, I love this person, I love them so much, because in the end, you really, especially if it's somebody you just met, you don't know them, you you don't know their background, you know, you don't know the type of people that they surround themselves with, so it's like, you can't, when when you're handling business with someone, you have to handle business with that person, you can't really put the pleasure with the business because things will get all mixed up, and, you know, you hear that all the time, but I witnessed it, too, so I can speak on it. Um, mm-hmm. I would say with friends, like like I said, with the trust factor, you kind of got to be aware of who, who your friends are. I would say probably keep the people that you came with, you know, that was there before anything or be there while, you know, you're going through your process of changing because those people are the people that's going to tell you like it is if they were before, yep. you know. Um, like Drake said, no new friends, he's telling the truth because, I mean, why have some new friends when you can have some people that you already know, you know? But even then, you still got to be watchful. You can't trust everybody 200% because I'm going to tell you all the real quick. I'm going to try to make it real quick. So okay. I invited a girl um, to come with me to the studio, to the studio session one time. But I thought the reason why I invited her was because I thought that she was, you know, really cool. I thought she loved me. I thought her family loved me. Her mom used to call me a daughter. Want to go take pictures, family pictures, and all types of stuff or whatever, just for no reason, just because. Not because they don't feel like I got a family because I got a family, but, you know, just because, you know, that's some the love. So I'm thinking, you know, this is how they really feel, but it turns out it's different. Me and the girl, we ended up picking up this guy that I was talking to at the time. We picked him up and went to the studio. And the whole time while I'm at the studio, you know, um, talking business with the producer, she's talking about me. She's saying, oh, you know, well, look at her. She thinks she all is, you know, she. What? Yeah, and my friend, he's, like, pumping her up, you know, like, telling her, well, you know, well, what else? You know, he's trying to get more and more out of her. But he really couldn't. Well, I mean, well, he got a little bit, you know, so she was talking about me. But now, look, this type of person I am. If I know you're doing something disrespectful to me, I'm going to drop your ASS off. They told me not to touch y'all because I was about to, but. Right. But I'm going to drop you off somewhere. You're going to be left right where you at. Like, so I would have probably left her at downtown. 
Um, but that didn't wow. happen because I found out she was talking about me later. But it, it, it just shows you that you have to watch people, you know, even new people that you bring around. Especially I feel like L.A. is one of the fakest cities. I'm not even going to stunt to you. I don't care mm-hmm. if people mm-hmm. don't like me because of this or whatever the case is. But I don't I don't really like too many people from L.A. I like a few people because a few people, they cool. You know, it's a few people that's really cool. But you know, I guess like everywhere it's gonna be some people that you don't like. But I would say LA is fake city. Like I, I can be friends with somebody in the problem with me, we can chop it up, we could be so cool, they can like we laugh, anything, you know, whatever do everything, whatever we do. But then the next moment they will talk about you like it ain't nothing, but it's like Wow. You can't tell that they doing it. You know, in Chicago we tell you, Look, I don't like you or you're gonna see it on my face or something. You know, we got some <laughs> right, big eyes. Some people got them big ass Right, so, the, so, but I would say, like, you just got to, I really want to speak on this more, but I'm talking too much. So I'm just no, you know, but that's, but, but that's no, fine. You're not, but you know, you're I want to go into. You're, you're not talking too okay. much. Speak your mind as well as let them share with them some of the people that you work with in L.A. Exactly. Some of the circles, some of the circles that you run circle. with in Chicago so that they know yeah. how official you are, that you're not uh-huh. just on, the, on here running off at the mouth. Represent right. yourself. You right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Cool. I'm glad you said that. Um, because I was totally gonna leave that out. But um, I would say a few people that I've worked with um with is Master P and Romeo. Um, I've also worked with his Romeo. I mean Master P's younger son Zeno, which is a singer, and he also models for Ford, um, the New York modeling company agency. He models for them now. Um, I've worked with Cupid, the guy that sings the Cupid Shuffle. Um, do the Cupid Shuffle. Yeah. Um, um, let me see who else. I've worked with um, this guy. He's an old school singer. His name is Tony Hustle. He lives in um, L.A. Um, I worked with Julian Keys from Chicago, but now he lives in L.A. working on his um, album. Um, I worked with Tiny and T. Well, not T.I., because at the time that I flew out to California when I was 16, T.I. was in jail. I think I was 16 or 17. See, I had just went to jail for the case that he caught, I think, um, the marijuana case or um, or uh, gun case. I can't remember. But basically, they flew me out um, to California, I mean, to Atlanta, where I know Keisha Baby, which is one of um, Tiny's, like, really cool friends. I met her um, by dancing at an event that I did with Julian Keys in um, Linwood at Linwood Catering. And Tiny and everybody was there, and basically we just were talking a lot, and, and we saved each other's number. So I mm-hmm. said a few years later I contacted her, I told her I did music, so she was like, okay, I'm going to put you in contact with Tia and Tiny, you know, come out here. So I came, Tia was gone, you know, you had to handle this stuff, and then I met Tiny, and I had to audition for a girl group. But the girl group at the time, they were too old, and they were talking about more mature things than what I could talk about because I was only 16, 17, it was like oh, 22. Okay. Yeah, and then the OMG girls, they had ended up coming out maybe three months after that I was yep. there. Like, they had, yeah, they, just started, they just brought, <laughs> yeah, they just brought the OMG girls in. Like, they told me they wanted me to choreograph some stuff for them while I was there. So I, we, we were dancing together, and, you know, I met them. They didn't even have their hair done, nothing. So I know what they ass looked like wow. scratch, excuse me. And you were like, like no way. <laughs> Yeah, and once I saw them, I was like, oh, my little babies. I was like, oh, because Baby Dow, they just auditioned Baby Dow. And that's um, the darker girl. She has the bangs with the long purple hair. And basically, they just auditioned her. 
But she, you know, she didn't have her head down. But then she went to the back, and they switched it all up on everybody, and they put her hair in, and she came around, and it was all dancing. They just, they so cute. They so cute. They are cute. They're really cute. So with these people, most of the time you were. I've also worked with, I've also worked with one other person that people are going to be kind of shocked that I probably have worked with him. Um, It's going to be kind of weird, but I'm going to say it's Suge Knight. Um, oh, I, I I met Suge Knight in L.A. when I was out there, which is kind of, like, cool, but kind of weird and kind of scary at the same time. I know, right? <laughs> but, so but, we're going to um, put some bleep in right man. now. Bleep, bleep. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, you probably getting serious talking about him. But, like, uh, he, um, he, his spirit is very powerful. Like, I can feel certain things and certain vibes, you know. And, like, his vibe, he has a very, very strong one, you know. And when I met him, we were just talking. We just, I was, it was a joke. You know, in Chicago, we, like, joking about everything and talking about everybody, right? So I'm talking about this guy, this bald head guy with this big old beard. I'm like, look at this show, Nike looking mom. Oh. <laughs> and everybody was cracking up laughing. He was like, I am sure not. I said, damn. Oh. <laughs> I said, dang. Uh, okay. Hi. Hi. And then we were talking. I'm like, man, should. I'm like, man, I do music. I'm like, you could have some more stuff. He said, all right, get in the car. He, he, it was him, this older woman, and um, this other guy that was in the car. And, you know, me and the older woman, we were talking. And he was like, she was like, yeah, he's about to start his label up again. You know, he's about to start another one. I'm like, man, I'm about to be the next Tupac. Yeah. You crazy? I swear, no. We were we were literally talking about Tupac. We were talking about him, everything. He like, yeah. He kind of remember me. You don't know. He was watching me, man. Watching everyone. We went to Chris Stokes' house. Went to Chris Stokes' house. Chris Stokes was making a beat. He was like, go ahead, beatbox something. So I had to beatbox him something, and then he started making a beat. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And so, so and throughout throughout this whole time, um, are you, were you under management, or who did you have I with was, you? See, you know what's so funny? I haven't even been under no management. Uh, I haven't even had a manager. Wow. And so most of that was music, or some of that was dance-related when you work with those people? No, that was just dancing. I'm um, rapping. That was rapping and dancing. Mm. That's good. Yeah. And so what what do you have? What kind of um musical projects do you have out now as far as any songs? Um, or singles I actually that have a five on? song I have like a five song um this for anybody who wants to buy um it from me. It's only gonna be five dollars. Um and you can contact me. Um you can hit me up on my, my Gmail at Lola Showbiz at gmail dot com and that's L O L A S H O W B I Z at gmail.com, and anyone can hit me up um, if they want to get, you know, a copy. And um, after this, all my new songs are going to be released. Um, I was saying about a month or two, um, I'm going to be working probably on, like, a 10-song disc or EP. Um, We're going to put that out there, and as soon as we put that out there, before we put it out there, we're going to start making videos. So it's going to be music videos for almost every song because every song is going to be popping. I don't care what nobody got to say. Every single song will be popping, so every single song will have a music video to it. Um, And I don't know. Y'all just hit me up, man. I'm a very determined person. I'm going to get it. Okay, Lola, 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 tell them. 
Lola, tell them what you said to me when I told you you had a lot of competition out there as far as Master P daughter and Miss um, Chi, who also on No Limit, and some of the other female rappers and entertainers that's out there. Tell them what you told Brianna. me when I told you that. I really, I really can't remember. Okay, let me try. Um, I said, I said I don't hmm. really, I don't want to sound cocky. <laughs> no, go ahead. Rep- represent, said, represent. I said I know them. I said I know Stephanie, and I know Miss T. Me and Miss T was in the studio together, um, and you know we were rapping and stuff. And basically, I was just like, I don't got no competition. My, my, I'm my own competition at the end of the day because I'm speaking about real life stuff. I'm speaking about stuff I've been through. Then I'm thinking about partying, what everybody's going through right now. Everybody with a party, especially at my age. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm I'm better than myself at the end of the day. I'm not here to be better than nobody, you know, and I think that's the best thing. That's that's how to be because at the end of the day, you're not trying to be somebody. Well, I mean, it is cool to try, to want to be somebody. I ain't going to knock a person who want to do that because they're going to get ahead, you know. But at the end of the day, you still got to look at it like I'm better than myself. It's going to take me my own time to get better. I can't hurry up and make things faster. I've learned that because I've been trying to hurry up and jump straight into everything. That's why I'm trying to change my name to Ferrari because I'm such yeah. a go-getter and I'm so fast at everything. And um, But basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you you are uh, yeah, fast at everything because uh, I think yeah. on your Facebook page it's reached uh, capacity and you're only twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's at capacity. I gotta get my Instagram up. Everybody follow my Instagram at it's wait no my bad it's fine girl it's f i n e g i r l underscore l o so it's fine girl underscore low follow my Instagram and I'll follow you back maybe. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, so I have to add up. you on there too. Fine, fine girl. G I R L L O. Yes, G G I R L underscore L O. L O. Okay, um, yeah, that's not it's, good. It's, it's, it's somebody. It's somebody texting me, Lola, that told me to tell you to say hi. I don't know how much. Um, he said he don't care, but I really don't want to put the show on blast like that. But I'll tell you when when we get offline who texted me and said uh, hi to you. He locked up right now, so I don't want to put him on blast for using the cell phone. Oh, but, um, he out of, somebody he, I know? He, he, he out of Chicago. He said, what's up? I'll tell you when we get yeah, off the phone because I don't, I don't no, want to get him in trouble. Little Dirt. Little Dirt. Little Dirt. What's up, Little yeah. Dirt, man? That's crazy. Thank you for yeah. the love and support. Thank you for supporting me, Little Dirt. That's cool. Um, I came to one of your shows, and I... Really enjoyed myself. I felt like everybody was popping. I actually know Mozzie Ladurk. Um, Mozzie, I don't even know how I know him. Actually, I can't remember, but um, we cool. You know, I know he's going to be a hype man, so, I mean, that's what's up, man. I would just say to you, keep working hard, period. Like, I don't care what nobody got to say. I know where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not from exactly the same area as where you're from. I'm from the suburbs, but at the same time, I know what you're going through. My cousin stay out here. You know, in the city, I'm in the city right now. I know, I know what you gotta go through. You know what I'm saying? Especially being a black young man. You know, I'm 20. Mm. I can still speak on it because I know how my mom is. You know how she raised me. But I feel like at the end of the day, you know, you gotta protect yourself. You know, I feel like that too because I'm watching my back. You know, because I don't know what's mm. gonna happen. I'm, everybody turning on me. Everybody turning different ways. They wanna turn on me, then they wanna turn away. And you know, it's it's crazy. 
But I would say, man, just get your stuff together and work for your family, man. Get the money for your family. We we around the same age. Work hard and get that money, period. Because that's all it's about. That's what's going to – I ain't going to say that's what's going to make you happy. But I hate when people be saying, oh, money can't bring you happiness. But if you are already happy and then you get sad and then you get some money, you're going to be happy again. I don't care what nobody got to say.
107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cuff shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. All right, welcome back to the Rook Hi, Show. Back to the Rook. Sounds like the same person, right? <laughs> so we have your hosts, uh, Anthony King and myself, Brandy Jackson. And we have another King that is on the line, Carlotta Blake King. A uh, beautiful woman where we're talking about empowerment. We just had Lola McNeil on the line, high energy. She's an actual artist, singer, rapper, dancer. And this is actually what Carlotta Blake King does. She She's a founder and executive of uh, CBK Performing Arts Center. So she helps to groom the stars. So we are uh, back on the line, ladies and gentlemen, bringing everyone back in. Well, hi. It's, I really enjoyed listening to uh, Lola and Rashawn. Uh, it seems that they're uh, two beautiful young adults, that they have their head on their shoulder uh, very well. And, uh, you know, it's good that obviously someone has inspired them and they they seem to know their, their art uh, very well and their skill set. So I'm just saying heads off to them and keep doing what you're doing. And um, don't forget, us over here in Hammond, Indiana, CBK Performing Arts Center. <laughs> That's right. Needing any further develop, development or training, you are the one. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for our young folks to actually hear them and, and, and talk to them in, in terms of how they got to where they are today, uh, that would be very inspiring and empowering to our, our students here in the city of Hammond. Mm-hmm. And, and let's flip the question a little bit. How did you get to where you are today? Because you are more than just the founder of this. You've done a, a tremendous amount of things in your past. Well, I, I've just always been involved in our community, you know, um, whether it's political or health or education, or our environment, um, whatever is, it seems to be uh, the need at that time to to be addressed. For whatever reason, Ms. King was there, mm. uh, addressing the issue, uh, speaking out for those that seemingly were disenfranchised and didn't know how to formulate the uh, the question. Because I tell people in our community, because I've I've, I've had the privilege and the honor of uh, going into various neighborhoods and training them uh, skill sets in terms of how to keep their communities up and where mm-hmm. to go in terms of rehabbing and. Uh, you know, whatever skills they need to uh, do that. And and I tell folks, if you don't ask the right question, uh, 
the powers that be will run you around in circles. Mm. So in any given fight out here, in any given uh, struggle or issue that you're trying to address, research it thoroughly and know the proper questions because they will run you in circles from now to Neverland. They'll sit there and say yes, no, maybe, but if you can hit them with the right question that demands an answer you know, that will address the, uh, the situation, then you have their ear. But until then, uh, these politicians and, and folks and, and school cities or whatever, they'll just run you in circles and you'll just make you feel like an idiot. And for whatever reason, God has given me the, the skill set and the communication skills to just hone in on the right question, the meat of the issue, and just get to the heart of it and, and without all this fluff. So when they usually when they see Miss King coming, it's like, oh my God! <laughs> mm, the feather ourselves. ruffler. That's yeah, where feather that's ruffler. Where... <laughs> by many of my peers, a feather ruffler, and uh, I'll, I'll accept that uh, that label proudly because someone okay. has to do it. I mean, if it wasn't for our Sojourner Trues, our Dr. Kings, our Malcolm X's, and so many others that, that we you know, stand on their shoulders, where would we be in this society? And that's why it is important that folks out there that really want to work with these young folks, don't give up on these young people because they have so much more to give. I mean, their brains are just ready to soak up the information. They're eager to learn. They're, you can just see the excitement in their eyes. Just, just, just motivate them and just cut out all this foolishness and, and get to the heart of our communities. And we could clean up a lot of this mess ourselves, you know. We're always looking oftentimes to, for someone else, you know, to do it for us. But a lot of this we can do ourselves. I, I'm a firm believer of that. And, and for that, that was another reason why we started CBK Performing Arts Center, because of the need and because we know we can make a difference. If you, if whatever you're doing out there, Brandy, which I, I applaud you for what you've done and what you're going to do. Uh, Anthony, as a male, we need more men like you, entrepreneurs, you know, at cutting edge, always thinking outside the box. And, and the only way you get to that point, someone had to motivate you to that point. And so we need motivators. We need folks out here to inspire, to engage our students, to keep them busy, keep them thinking, keep them on their toes. And when we find a group of young folks that just don't want to be bothered, we can reach those young folks as well. I'm a firm believer of that. We cannot give up on our on our folks because no one gave up on us, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right, Brandy? And, and right. Ms. Right. And, and <laughs> King, uh, you, you, know, you know what it takes to uh, produce a, a, a young man like myself because you have a wonderful son in the money. So you, 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 you're not just talking it. You have walked it as well. Thank you very much. I am very proud to say, as, as I put in my bio, my most treasured, treasured benefit to this society are my two sons, Jamal and Damani. They are both house graduates, and they are both self-entrepreneurs, taking care of themselves. Because as they told me, Mom, we watched how corporate America dogged you and didn't appreciate you. That's why we're going to own our own. We'll be our own boss. <laughs> so I love them for that. I really do. I just love them for that. Wow. So I'm glad that you know uh, my son Munch and Anthony uh, and, and Brandy. It's just so much more to do out there. And by the way, you know what? We're having a little fundraiser at this time. I'm into the environment as well. I've been exploring uh, some of the things that's going on in our environment. I know you. I don't know if you're aware of President Obama's speech last Tuesday on the climate and his promise 
uh, as to hold that Keystone Pipeline uh, a bay from the United States, yeah. and I'm, I hope he does that. But we're having a green fundraiser. We're calling Collecting for a Greener Tomorrow. Anybody out there that have any used ink cartridges, laser cartridges, cell phones, iPads, iPods, they are, these are used or broken. We are collecting them, and we've uh, partnered with uh, an organization called Funding Factory. And if we s- send these items back to this funding factory, we get X amount of dollars for every item. We get anywhere from $0.03 cents to $7 for each item. So Good. this is our green fundraiser for the next six months. And you can call me at 219-256-1770 for the drop-off sites for these items. Again, uh, used ink cartridges, laser cartridges, iPads, iPad pods, digital cameras, uh, the headphones. You young folks, you buy them, you know, you, you buy them and, and, and guard them faster than you. And right. my grandmother used to say, a cat can save me out. So if right. you have those items lying around the house, please gather them, put them in a bag, give me a call at 219-256-1770, and we'll uh, come to pick them up. This is a fundraiser to help with our scholarship program for our kids. It helps uh, defer a lot of the cost uh, for our the cost to do business because, you know, I don't care what you go into, there's always a cost to do business. And you have to be wise in that as well. I encourage any young man or any young woman out there thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, get your business plan in place. Know what you're doing. Get a good financial planner. Just don't jump out there. Know where your financing is, is coming, where your resources are. That's so very important. And uh, and that's a, in our workshop that we share with our young folks. We share that as well. But again, with our fundraiser two one nine two five six one seven seven zero, we would appreciate uh, all of those collectible items. We'll pick them up, get them off of your hand, and send them back so they won't clog up our landfills. You know, okay. uh, when God gave us this perfect universe, He told us to be great stewards of it, and we have failed. Hmm. To a, de- a great degree in that. So this is one of the ways to help clean up our universe. Uh, any kind of recycling program is a good program in terms of our universe. So and, you know, we finally got that in the neighborhood. It took many, many years. We finally got the blue cans. You're kidding. Just last last week on the southeast well, side. Hammond, Indiana has been, uh, we've been doing it ooh, for about ooh, 10, 15 years. And we're just now getting them. We have been writing letters. I've been recycling time. bottles forever. In fact, we, they really shouldn't be making water because it's not any better. But that's right, it's show. not any better than they're wasting <laughs> the pri- right. They're packaging it. That's always making it worse. It's like, what's the point now? Right. The water and, and the hydrate, you know. Well, anyway, that's mm-hmm. another show. But I, right. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm hoping that young folks, again, we're teaching them about our environment, that it is very important to do what we can to salvage it, because uh, all of these tornadoes and windstorms and and fires, it's not by accident. We are not I, I, taking care of our universe, and it's fighting back. I want back. you to speak. I want you to speak on what you was what you what you held back. We have about twenty one more minutes left. You have plenty of time to to get whatever you want to get off of your chest. Can you please say what you was about to say about well, the water? Well, you know, uh, I, I partnered with a group called the Calumet Project. It's an organization, not-for-profit, grassroots organization here in the city of Hammond. And we deal with a lot of these environmental issues. Uh, Hammond, Indiana, is, is, is 
less than five miles from BP Amico, which is a tar sands refinery. And if anyone knows, I would encourage you to Google tar sands and fracking. When I first heard that word, I thought they were saying something else, but it's fracking, F-R-A-C-K-I-N-G, no fracking, where they're actually uh, doing this hydraulic drilling in a lot of parts of our country that is destroying the minerals to our earth. And uh, these tar sands, it's different from oil. Oil at least floats. If you have an oil spill, at least you can see it and clean it up. But tar sands, they break down to a point where they're, they're so destructible. If anybody remembers the, the, uh, the oil spill in Arkansas, it wasn't oil. It was tar sands. That's why it was so difficult. So I'm just telling these young, you young folks, that is an area that you really need to get involved with. It's an area for a great career path. If you're thinking about going, you know, if you haven't uh, – uh, decided on a career. The environment is a wonderful career to go into because even I was reading where uh, a lot of young people that are on President Obama's staff is now finding careers uh, dealing with this environment and how the Keystone Pipeline could affect the United States. So we have to be wise as serpents, as they say, and harmless as doves in our choices of career paths, and the environment is such a good one to go into. Now, there's a lot of money to be made in it. Uh, go, go to your various colleges, look up, you know, look at the administration and see what you have to do, but it's a great wealth of money. But, again, we need to be aware of our surroundings. Uh, we're losing a lot of our green lands uh, due to this climate change, and uh, we just need to be aware of it. So, again, our fundraiser, we're calling Collecting for a Greener Tomorrow. Uh, it's from now until the next six months, and we're very excited about that. And uh, any business out there, we have wonderful boxes with, uh, with the designs of the environment mm-hmm. on it for collection spots. If you're out there, any business, we can drop off the boxes, and that you can, be, you can become a drop-off site. And then we'll also leave you with some literature about other things that you can do to uh, help our universe survive this, uh, you know, because I, I know you are aware of the uh, uh, microburst we had in Hammond on Thursday. It was seven minutes, but the destruction right in front of my doors of the Maywood Martin Luther King Park was devastating. I have never in my lifetime seen anything that drastic from a a microburst, which is next to a tornado, uh, happen in the city of Hammond. If anybody out there, you come to Maywood Park, you will be devastated as well to see all of these beautiful trees just snapped uh, from the roots Literally, the parkways just lifted up like a volcano eruption. It is time what? we start taking care of our universe. It is time. And that's that, that. You know, that's a that's an excellent point. And I know you had mentioned earlier that it's not even just for the environment, but even it affects the kids. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, uh, and you know, I was explaining. I made a presentation uh, about the environment, and I, I made them aware that I was, you know, founder and executive at CBK Performing Arts. And I said, I want to see, make sure my baby's lungs will be strong enough to become the actors and actresses and the dancers and the vocalists that they they want to be. But if, mm-hmm. if we continue on the route that we're going with this environment, you're poisoning my baby's lungs. Respiratory mm-hmm. diseases are on the rise they among are. children the elderly, and our senior citizens. We need to get our act in order when it comes to this environment. So 
I mean, I listen to Lola, and I, I hear Rasheen, and I'm sure a lot of young people are going to come uh, under them, but our babies are being poisoned with this universe. And, and I tell parents, don't always assume it's genetic. It could very well be the environment while you're from these allergies and their breathing problems, and and then we, we Thank run them you. to these doctors and these Thank doctors. Thank you. And the doctors are saying they're getting the medicine pills. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it is a lot of it's nope. our environment, mm-hmm. and it, it goes back to uh, uh, First Lady Michelle Obama's program. Let's move. Let's begin to eat right. Let's start growing our own food. You know, young folks. It's not always about. Uh, French fries and, and a bag of chips and that Pepsi Cola. One thing when we had our workshop, I provided my children a nutritious meal and we talked about it. The salad and the fruit salad and you know the watermelon mm-hmm. and, and all of that and the sliced cucumbers. You know, it's all right to have a slice of pizza, but but wrap around some vegetables with it. Okay. Yeah. You know, we, young folks, we got to start eating our vegetables. I mean, First Lady Michelle Obama is, 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 is hard on this. It's let's move and let's eat properly. You know, we can, we can aspire to do anything we want in this world, but if our health is not there to back us up, we'll just be lying on our backs or sitting in a chair wheezing with a respirator for the rest of our lives. And that's not a good thing. We can do this ourselves. It's all about something you said in the beginning of the show, Brandy, and mm-hmm. information is power. Did you not say that? I did. Information is powerful. That's the only way we're going to empower ourselves. I mean, the Internet, like like one commercial said, you can't believe everything you, you read yeah. on the Internet. But read, yeah. so much, you, it's so much information at your hand of how to do it. And, again, mm-hmm. just use a little wisdom. A lot of wisdom that God gives us, and you just have to ask for it daily. You have to seek him for this wisdom. He will give you this wisdom. He will give you the desires of your heart. He's given us already a perfect body. Hmm. Perfect. We're the ones that screw it up. We're the ones. What we we ingest in our bodies, you know, cigarettes and and, and pops. You know, I tell my dancers, you could never be a great dancer smoking a cigarette. Hands down, hands down. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. You know, you, you can't. You can't do that. Scarfing down pizza every day and French fries either, because you've got to build up your lungs and you've got to build up your respiratory. You want to be a vocalist. You know, as I listen to uh, Lola, you know, she sounds like she has strong windpipes. Well, that mm-hmm. doesn't come from smoking and eating and putting garbage in your body. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of this body, and this body will take care of you. She also talked about, you know, being able to make that money. Yeah, you can be make the money and be prosperous, but you don't want to make the money and be prosperous and be sick. Hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right, Anthony? Absolutely. She healthy. used to be a track star. She used to be a track star in high school, so you still hear that in her lungs. You hear right. it. Um, she knew it. She knew it. Mm-hmm. I can hear it. That was mm-hmm. a strong moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to portray to our young folks that are coming up behind her, behind mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of your body from head mm-hmm. to toe. Bathe mm-hmm. daily, you know. And it's mm-hmm. not always having the best, mm-hmm. you know, uh, olive olay and all of that, just soap and water. <laughs> wow. I used to, I used to, my students, uh, when we were growing up, we didn't have our own bedrooms. We didn't have our own dresser drawers. Our parents gave us a shoebox. And that's wow. where we kept our little hygiene products, the girls, in a shoebox. 
I was proud mm. of my shoebox. Yeah. My comb and my brush and my toothpaste and my toothbrush. Yeah. Proud of it. And that's it's not what you have is how you take care of what you have. So oh, that, young you folks, just, you can you do anything do. Be anything you want to be, but you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and you got to have your health. Eat right. Get your rest. I know you young folks like to party all night, but at some point you're going to have to lay that body down. That's right. And get some rest. And I've had to comment about that, too, because, you know, even with when you say uh, get some rest, the music industry, you know, sometimes they go through all ends and they don't go to sleep or they may sleep for four hours and they're back up. I always thought that was a little bit outlandish. I understand why, because they have deadlines that are crazy. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I always thought you have to find some time to get you some full eight-hour rest somehow because I just don't. I just kind of don't believe in the whole running ragged until you have just four hours of sleep. <laughs> oh, no. No. You know, any, but any how can physician, you? Any health study that you do, young people need eight to ten hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my age, at least seven hours. You know, that 30, 30 to 40, you, need, you still need eight hours. And if you can't get the eight hours, you need to take a nap during the day. You need to take a break from it mm-hmm. all. You just have to get that mind back alert. You just have to do that. And wow. uh, new start. And, and and another thing I would just like to share with you in making any new start, you need to trust in God. And mm. uh, so in doing so, you need nutrition, you need exercise, you need the water, you need the sun, you need temperance, you need fresh air and a whole lot of rest, and you certainly need to trust in God. That's the beginning of a new start, young folks. So remember, it's nutrition. You can't be a good dancer or a performer or vocalist or actor or actresses. You've got to exercise. You've got to stretch every day. I, even at my age, I get up stretching, stretch mm. those blood vessels. You need water. I mean, you look, at, look at the Bible and see what day the Lord made water. And water is one of the best refreshing <laughs> elements. I mean, you get under a shower, you, you just wash off the off the cares of the world, or just sit in some water and bathe and soak. You need the sun, that vitamin D, that natural vitamin D. But get your uh, what what they call it, your screen, your sunscreen, because even black sunscreen. folks can get skin mm-hmm. cancer. This is true. Your SPF. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then again, temperance. We can't fly off the handle. You know, mm-hmm. when, th- when things don't go your way, you, you can't get angry because you, you, you're starting to develop hypertension. Oh. And that's something African-Americans, you know, we deal with more than any race of people. Again, it's back to diet. So temperance, fresh air, you know, just sit out in the sun and be still. And let that air and that sun just bathe you and let it rock with you. And you'd be surprised, even in those moments, you can develop those raps and those songs and those rhythms and produce those songs and write, and write those songs, and your mind is fresh and vivid and open. And, and Ooh, that's yes. when it all happens. And the fresh air yeah. and the fresh sun. And, 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 again, get that rest, trust in the Lord, and that's the best new start I can advise for any young folks out there uh, uh, on behalf of CBK Performing Arts Center. And I get a shout-out to my board of directors, uh, Dean Johnson, uh, Robert uh, Comer, 
Sharon Liggins, uh, Tara Weems, uh, my advisory board, uh, Jeffrey Morrow, Jeff Morrow, rather, excuse me, Theodore Thinker, uh, McClendon, uh, and uh, Jamal King, my oldest son, he serves on my advisory board as well. So we're very excited about life for young folks. We know it takes a village, and uh, I usually don't use that term because I think it's, it's wore out. What do you think, Anthony? I think we've just worn that term out. It's the village. Because <laughs> bottom line, the village ain't doing jack, <laughs> in my estimation. They could be doing more. i put it that way. Is that better? Maybe if you keep saying that. Maybe, maybe if you keep saying that, people will catch on. Um, Brandy, now you know why I wanted to bring Miss King on to the show. Uh, she has definitely represented to the fullest, more, oh gosh, much, yeah. much, like I like I have always, you know, known her to be. She is the true definition of what a diva is, and I wanted to start off the women of power with her because she has always represented that, um, you know, in my opinion. And if you, if we have about eight minutes left, if you want to mention your son's businesses, I would greatly appreciate that, as well as leave us with any other, you know, tips, health tips, or or advice, or you know, whatever it is you would like to share with us in the next seven minutes or so. So please feel free, Brandy, if you have any questions for her, take your opportunity to ask her because I appreciate her, and we will bring her back on again. Good. Thank and, yes, you. she can go ahead, yep, and, and speak about that. My oldest son, Jamal Latif King, he's an event planner in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's considered uh, the premier event planner uh in Atlanta. He's done extremely well. He's planned events throughout this world. Uh, he's been to uh, Brazil, Africa, uh, every year. In fact, he's right now in L.A. with the BET uh, Awards. Uh, he goes oh. every year. He has clients that he represents out there and, and, and prepares their events. Uh, I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of my son, Damani, as well. He manages a, 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 a barbershop in, in Indianapolis. Shamefully, I don't know the name of it. But uh, my young men are, what I love about them, they're content. I, as a mother, you sort of always want to think your son would, sons or children would better be better off in corporate America. But they both told me, Mama, I'm happy. I'm my mm-hmm. own boss. I do it my way. That's right. When I want to go home, I go home. That's but right. one thing I told them both, pay your taxes, because Uncle Sam will shut you down faster than a cat can save me out. <laughs> and my oldest son had to learn that the hard way of uh, dealing with Uncle Sam. So anyway, it's 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 uh, very exciting when I see young folks uh, move on. I'm very proud of the young people that have come, come under my wing. Uh, have, they are, they're doing well. Again, um, I've had the flight attendants, uh, uh, corporate attorneys. Uh, they're just everywhere throughout this country doing well, managing folks, and I, I just love them to death. I just... Uh, talked to one of my students, uh, uh, Tamika Lockett. She's in uh, North Dean, South Carolina, and she just opened up her life coach business. And Wonderful. I was just ecstatic. She was in my dance class. She was one of my, and She took the dance from five all the way up to high school, and now she's running her own business in uh, North Dean, South Carolina. So a shout out to you, Tamika, for uh, you know stepping out on faith and taking on that responsibility. And it's not easy. Again, as I say, to run your own business. Business plans are should be in place. Uh, you should you should have your finances in place. You you, you should have good resources, and and you can't always trust everybody, because not everybody wants to see you succeed. 
You got to pick your friends mm-hmm. wisely. Mm-hmm. You cannot surround yourself with everybody. You have to be selective. You have to trust in God, and you just have to keep yourself focused and grounded in what you're trying to do and succeed. And again, I said hats off to you, Brandy. I'm so proud of you. I, I can't oh, wait to to we really get to do some networking. Again, mm-hmm. I'm out, if anyone's out there uh, uh, that does grant writing, we're always looking for a grant writer. We're always looking for good instructors. Give me a call at 219-256-1770. Again, 219-256-1770. Uh, we're located at 6947 South Holman Avenue. Our classes are on Saturdays, uh, and uh, our summer session should begin July 8th. That's what we're looking forward to. But give me a call. Uh, check up our website. Uh, love your environment. Our website, again, is www.cdkartscentre.org. And um, just... Take care of yourself, love yourself, know that only you can make a difference in this world. We were all put on this earth for a purpose. Find your purpose, and once you found that, your uh, your provision will follow. Mm. If your provision does not follow your purpose, perhaps that's not your purpose. Oh, let's talk. Oh, wow. Brandy. you got folks out there have been trying to do things, and they, they wonder why, well, why? You know, it doesn't work. Things just don't. Well, perhaps that's not your purpose. See, oh, wow. We were God just first talking about that. If it's your purpose and if it's your God-given purpose, he will, meaning God, will provide you the provisions to do it. Mm. And that's the gospel. That's the word. The provisions will follow. So you have to be grounded Look at that. in the word to know mm-hmm. when you hear him, and he will certainly answer you. Thank you for bringing that up because I've had discussions and people, you know, saying, I've been trying to do this for one to two years. I always have some issues, blah, blah, blah. Why is it always so hard? And even even certain things for me, you know, why is this so difficult, you know? <laughs> but I, it's almost like I have intuition or a, a slight knowing, but then it's not strong enough to say, okay, well, I can X that out. But you, you <laughs> made a firm point. You know, if it's not, if it's that difficult, everything's going to have a struggle, some type of difficulty. But if it's extremely absolutely, difficult, I mean, some folks it has. It usually takes you, you know, what, two to five years to even make a profit in a business. Right. But I, I, but but it's coming. But you have to have a gra- something. You have to see some growth. Yeah, the gradual growth. growth. Mm-hmm. Gradual. If there's no gradual growth, if it's not coming to a point where there's no growth, well, you you need to rethink, regroup, yeah. rethink. And just be still and allow the Lord to just tell you which direction to go. Because a lot of times a lot of times we do things on our own. On right. our own. Oh. We just oh, I got an idea. I'm gonna do this. You're not seeking help from anybody. Oh. Mm. You are not in this earth by yourself. You you're gonna need someone to help you. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Carlotta Blake King. That is a powerful name in itself. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for coming on board and uh, sharing light with us on The Rook Show. You know, be sure to follow us at The Rook Show, R-O-O-K, Twitter, okay, and, yes, Twitter and Facebook, and we'll all be networking together, and you'll have the archive 
available to you, and as well as the listeners. Okay, so, great. Um, thank you so much again. Yes. So the host, Anthony King, and myself, Brandy Jackson, we really enjoyed the show today. And, Anthony, if you have anything else to say. I mean, it's hard to come after Miss King because she yeah. just really brought the thunder today. You know, she she when I talked great. to her at the beginning of the weekend, she said, "If the lights don't go out, if the lights come back on, I'll be on the show." And she brought the lights back on. She yeah, the lights, the lights back on. <laughs> That's it. That was okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we have come to the end of our show, and I'm sending out those lights to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, thank Miss King. Thank you, Miss King, I, very much. I will be as well as Lola. All right. Thank you. Yeah, as as well as, as Lola, well as AKA Lola McNeil. Riley. And uh, right. thank, thank you, Rashawn Lyles, for calling in. Exactly. Thank you, Rashawn. Yeah, Brandy. Thank you too. Have a good evening with your daughter and your family, and we will see everybody back next week. You very too, good. my partner. Okay. All right. <laughs>